And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Animaniacast. You know, when our time machine split reality into random sequences, I thought it would make the saga too confusing to follow. But if anything, the way the multiple timelines tied together was even more satisfying than a linear chronology. And the side story with the octopus love interest coming back at the end? What a twist! I don't think we'll ever top that one, Pinky. The rest of our plan is positively boring by comparison. Nonetheless, we'd best proceed. And welcome, everybody, once again to the Animated Cast. This, of course, is the podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs, as well as other shows within the Rugerverse, such as Pinky in the Brain, Tiny Toon Adventures, and Freakazoid. But today, we're talking about the Animaniacs reboot. Yes. We're talking about the sixth episode of the second season of the Animaniacs reboot, a.k.a. episode 19 of the reboot. We're going to be talking about every cultural reference and gag that we can think of. And of course, at the end, we're going to give this episode a water tower rating. I am Joey and joining me once again is my brother, Nathan. You and me both, pal. (laughs) And across the country in Georgia, there's Kelly. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I was putting money on that one right there. I was like, that's going to that's gonna be the catchphrase for this one. You and me both, pal. I mean, he says it like six times. It's like, it's yeah, got to be, right? three, but it okay. should have been more. So <laughs> it should have been more. Well, yes, today we're talking about, as I said, the sixth episode of the second season. That includes the segments Yakko's Big Idea, Mouse Congeniality, and Rejected Animaniacs Characters. And uh, if someone were to ask you, you know, about this episode, just to describe it, I don't know, in just a few words. Uh, what would you tell them, Nathan? Um, we get a, a song. We do get a song. <laughs> like an educational song. Yes, <laughs> sort of, kind of educational. It's most somewhat, it's least semi-educational. Yes, this is true. And Kelly, what about you? Um, pink, Pinky's d- d- looks good as a blonde. Yeah. Pinky, I will say the brain. Does Pinky's makeup does he's excellent makeup mm-hmm. artist? Add that to another one of Brain's talents. Well, we uh, know he's a great fashionista, you know, <laughs> with uh, making a Baba Boba Brain outfit. I mean, he makes. Like, I mean, if yeah. anything, the Brain is missing. He could rule the world with just fashion. Mm-hmm. 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 He could be a um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, influencer. Oh, totally. See, yeah. and he's just he's just he's just not focusing his time and energy. <laughs> to the right place he's a natural oh wow well anyway uh we're gonna get into all of that stuff but uh i think before we do nathan i gotta ask you you know this episode of course we all know it premiered on november 5th i didn't know that 2021 it is true it's true (laughs) but nathan we gotta ask you for our november we got to ask you for our November 5th Facts theme song. Uh, if you November 5th Facts theme song. <laughs> that wasn't either a theme song. That was just making fun <laughs> of the fact that I stumbled on that November 5th. That was a fanfare. November 5th Facts fanfare, I think is what that was. Well, at any rate, <laughs> Nathan, what happened on November 5th? Um, oh, okay. I have the World Leader Edition. Oh, boy. <laughs> in, in 19, folks. 1940, uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt became the first and only president of the United States to be elected for a third term. Ah, that's pretty okay. cool. Uh, 1995, Andre Dallaire attempts to assassinate Prime Minister Jean Crichton of Canada, uh, but he is thwarted when the Prime Minister's wife locks the door. Um, and then in 2013, India launches a Mars Orbiter mission, its first interplanetary probe. That's not world leader, but there is a space segment in this. So this is that. true. They did. Their planets but, are mentioned. Yeah, man, that that uh, that 
<laughs> the attempted assassination. Oh man, when I found out about that, uh, it got me laughing because I don't know if you remember this because I did not remember it. No. Um, so uh, <laughs> this is in 1995. Um, he's like hearing voices or something. He's like outside the house like throwing stones and like there's a camera out there and he's like showing the knife to the camera and for like 20 minutes he's doing this and then he breaks a window and he's wandering around the basement for like another half an hour and then like he bumps it to the wife and she's like oh so she locks the door wakes her husband up um the husband doesn't believe her she calls like the cops outside it takes them another like 17 minutes to actually get in there and get the guy the guy just waits around outside doesn't try to go through the door um the the police would have got there sooner but uh one of the first officer to respond had forgotten his key to the residence <laughs> so yeah it was just a bunch of like i'm like what's this guy i don't know just it was it's a bumbling assassin bumbling it's is. all canadian so it was a very friendly man who just kind of <laughs> waited he waited in the next room over for gave him some maple syrup over. and uh, yeah some- exactly so I think he then he got some, some poutine. Like, you know, gave, they gave him medical like you know attention and all that covers like voices and uh, I think everything's fine now. So just uh, it was a very strange. <laughs> yeah, that is very strange. Well, there you go, Canada. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get into our discussion of today's episode. We're going to start off with the variable verse, which was making gainies. Making gainies. And uh, Wacko is ripped. Yeah, he has a ripped leg later in this. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's he apparently is really, really just strong. Yeah, he's able to you know condense his muscles, you know, cover them up very well. Um, yeah. Anyway, there you yeah. go. That was making gainies. Um, something I guess uh, as we're going towards the the new year now, some people might be actually making as a New Year's resolution or making gainies. I don't know. For me, I just need to lose some. Gainy <laughs> myself. Lose some gains, I need yeah. I need to stop I need to stop gaining all this weight. So anyway, well, let's go ahead and get to our first discussion here of the first cartoon, which is a song. It's called Yakko's Big Idea. And the and Yakko's Big Idea was written by Lucas Crandles and Timothy Nash. It was directed by Eric. Knutson and Kelly, why don't you tell us what happens here in Yakko's Big Idea? Okay, it's um sort of a parody on Shark Tank, I believe. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> hey, a new episode of our new favorite business show on the Business Channel. Oh, you mean the one where the guy goes and helps people fix their failing small business? No, that's on the Small Business Channel. This is where they pitch their idea to billionaires, and if it's bad, they get dropped into a flaming pit. That's capitalism, baby. I, uh, Shark Tank's not one of those shows that I watch, um, unless it's just, like, on the TV, and it comes on after the show that I was watching, and I haven't changed the channel yet. So I, I have watched a little bit of, of that. Um he keeps presenting these inventions to um, Wacko and Dot. He ends up singing about visiting other other planets or, or stars. I guess technically. Yeah, because I guess what instead of well, their exoplanets, yes, yeah. exoplanets. His invention is tourism. I guess right to mm-hmm. visit other planets outside of our solar system. So exoplanetary tourism. Yes. I guess. Okay, I just I kind of guessed where the Rittis are alive. But this here spot has got the lot for aliens to live and thrive. If there's water here, it's crystal clear and not too hot or cold. And it may contain amazing veins of pure and flawless gold. But its sun is dying and amplifying all the harmful cosmic rays. And the planet's massage is forever barraged with all these brutal gamma waves. If any ETs were alive, none would survive the radiation. So it'd be a stoop to back a hazmat suit for this hot new destination. Okay, so the radiation's also a deal breaker, is it? Okay, well, it's good to know. The exoplanets he refers to are, are Pegasi 51b and Kepler 186f. And which I feel like I've heard of those. 
but I'm I'm not really into astronomy. They are real planets, so he mentions the the Kepler Space Telescope. Basically, sings a song about these places, and I don't know. Since the, the planets, they all sound cool in theory, but you know they're not really safe or hab- habitable. <laughs> he ends up singing about WB one, I think, is what it was called. Yes. Like, what? Yakotopia. No, not Yakotopia. I think, well, it's called Yakotopia or something on the sign, right? Yeah, Yeah, they they don't really say it, but you see like this this flashing sign. And I mean, that place looks amazing. There's magic puppies. I sold. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. uh, That's all I need right there. Like, full stop. (laughs) Magic puppies. But, but also like the, the ground is made of like candy or something. And, um, I don't know. It, there's, there's video like games, video in games, crater, yeah. and uh, pizza. I, yeah. Okay. But magic puppies. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to that. Um, cause that's the important thing. And, and Dodd's funny. Cause she's like magic puppies. Yes. Magic puppies. Pizza. Where is sold question? Shoot. How do we get there? Aren't these planets all billions of miles away? Oh, oh yeah. Plus, I made that planet up. But you look like the sort of fashionable folks who would appreciate hair pants. The only pants made from the hair of balding men. So they start hitting the button. They've been threatened to hit the button this whole time. So they hit the button and the floor opens up. But Yakko avoids the trap door. And then he starts coming up with like other silly things. Um, just basically just throwing out random words that he's throwing together. Um, something about pork, pork chops and, um, oh yeah. Pork yogurt at the pork end. Yogurt. Oh, the, it just sounds gross. Meat at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and they keep, you know, pushing the button on all these trap doors, keep opening up and that's about it. There we go. Uh, so a, a song, a song, uh, I think it was a pretty nice song. I mean, yeah. it was, it was, uh, it was i enjoyed listening to it i thought i enjoyed how it was a semi-educational even though like the third part obviously wasn't it was got a little silly but um, magic puppies magic puppies <laughs> puppies do exist and uh but what did you guys think about it and nathan what did you anything in this one that stood up for you that you thought was humorous or good um it got me excited for the james webb uh space telescope <laughs> we're just gonna be like launching this year hopefully. oh you no, i don't about... know anything about that oh my gosh it's gonna be the next hubble um oh because i mean the kepler that's out there's kepler's no longer taking photos or anything all the gas is out or whatever oh that was I... 2018 it stopped no more it's done so they used get wait a minute they used gas for taking all the pictures? fuel it had fuel in it oh. i don't know uh... out of fuel it's done it's gone <laughs> they need a green energy <laughs> telescope what are they thinking I don't know, but the man, the James Webb, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a million miles away from Earth, like the sun, but in the opposite direction. Um, And yeah, it's going to be it's going to be able to see like the beginning of the universe. Like it's going to be like it can see so far away. Like you can see the first light, you know, seriously. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, like it's going to be it's going to be really cool. Get some really good pictures. Yeah, I have a really Um, hard time. Huge. Like understanding like space is just so incomprehensible to me yeah when you start you know, thinking about the it the numbers it's like... of the you know the distance and the light years and like what you're looking at doesn't even exist now because it existed thousands of years ago because millions it takes that long. Yeah, yeah for the light to try anyway it gets... yeah oh yeah so that's gonna be able to see like billions of billions of years back in time billions so and billions, billions. yeah billions and billions um and yeah right now it's set to launch on christmas eve although yesterday like so that's as of recording yesterday it was said it was going to re- launch two days before that so who knows it's supposed to launch but it's going to take though. a it's going to take a while to get oh it's going to take position. six months uh okay so we won't see any pictures till like the yeah, summer until end of next year really oh really and, six, and it needs to, six months is like a drop in the bucket though when you you're talking about space oh yeah, yeah. Well, I did no. hear that they're coming out with like new sleeping bags for the astronauts so that their eyeballs don't get squished anymore. That's Ew. cool. 
What? Gross. Yeah, well, like their eyes dry out. So it flattens the, um, I don't know, the cornea, retina, whatever it is. I'm not an ophthalmologist. Pancake eyes. um, But it it changes the um, shape. Yeah, the shape of interesting eyes. I had no idea, but I was hearing something about it on the radio this morning. Well, there you go. Space. Well, this, this is super is, exciting. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> let's check. well, when it comes to this cartoon, I mean, there was, some, there was, uh, I, I guess, I mean, that's pretty much it. I, if, I mean, there was some cool stuff like Yakko was flying around in that, that spaceship that you could see in Yakko's universe. Magic mm-hmm. puppies. Uh, that was pretty good. And magic puppies were in it. Um, <laughs> and let's see anything, anything else. Uh, oh, I liked, I liked their little bit about um, improv. Come on. I could pitch a better idea than that off the top of my head. And improv is the weakest of my comedic disciplines. Improv is the weakest of all comedic disciplines. So this should be terrible. Which I thought like, oh, come on. Like improv, when done correctly, is really good comedy in my opinion. I didn't like when he he referred to ETs a couple of times, but none of them look like ET. Oh, yeah. Might as well. But do you want to worry about ET like with having to wear a radiation suit i mean that wouldn't be no, but we, but that is a that's a reference to spielberg need, so you, yeah so when you say et you need to show et okay good point good um, point or at least alf mm, or Katy perry singing about et <laughs> that's true uh, <laughs> uh pegasus 51b i think is uh about 50 light years away so it is it's the closest one Oh, okay. And Kepler 186F was the first planet that we found that was uh, in the habitable zone, or at least it's in the same it's distance away from Earth or from the sun as oh. Earth is to our sun. So, so that, well, okay. that, that's why they're like, ooh, this could be a good planet. But, but then it's know, also radiation, is all of it. Yeah, there's like, and there's so, no, we don't know if there's water or anything on it. But I'm thinking with the James Webb, you know, I think. I don't know enough to know for sure, but I think it can look better at these planets even too. So, so Nathan, I had had no idea you were so into space. I'm not that into space, but it's just kind (laughs) of cool. These like excited about this telescope, this James Webb thing. (laughs) I don't know. No one's talking about it. Well, we got to we got to do the James Webb cast, you know, you know, or spinoff podcast. I'll let y'all do that. Okay. (laughs) I I mean, it's it's cool. I want to hear want to hear about it, but I don't I don't want to. Spend an hour talking about it. Well, <laughs> let's 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 spend our time more accurately on Animaniacs, I suppose. Let's go ahead and go to our next segment here, which is mouse congeniality. Uh, and mouse congeniality was also written by Lucas Crandall's and Timothy Nash, and it was also directed by Eric Knudsen. And uh, well, let's see, Nathan, what happens here in mouse congeniality? All right. Well, there's a a big zap inside the the Acme Labs, and Pinky and the Brain appear in their their cage. They uh, they just got back from this huge adventure where uh, Pinky had to cut the red wires to save a bomb from exploding, and there there's all these different branches of times that all merge together to create one cohesive story. It's the most exciting thing that's ever happened to Pinky the and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain cinematic universe. It was like yeah. crazy. All this stuff going on. Oh my on. gosh. All of them. Um, and it was just a very satisfying story. Nothing ever will top that. Um, and it was all to get the plans to the Chump Tower, which uh, is where all the world leaders go after the former president I guess Donald Trump, I guess, owns Trump. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that, side, sidebar on that one. That, so is President <laughs> Trump President Chump in this universe? I know that kind of that, that kind of bugged me a little bit, a uh, little bit. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. So you can call him. You don't need to parody the president. Right. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. They're, they're, they're going this for was it. written obviously when Trump was still president, president and then they had to they wrote it. So right. then they had to add former president. Probably so president. I don't know why they would be going to the former president's place anyways, but like whatever, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. um, they just love him so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, Brain's going to break in and he has this uh, special gas that can mind control 
up to a thousand people for up to five minutes. Even so, it should be enough to render approximately 1,000 humans entirely suggestible to my command for five minutes, just long enough to convince every world leader to sign over their nations to me, the brain. <laughs> Wait, your name's The Brain? Oh, I've been calling you just plain old brain for all these years. I'm so sorry, brain. I, I mean, I'm so sorry, the brain. Wait, am I the pinky? But uh, he only has one spray of it, though, so he can only use it once. So if he sneaks into this room, he could get them all to sign over their countries. And then he would be leader of the world. Um, but he finds out after looking at the plants, there's absolutely no way into the building. Uh, they've thought of everything, so we'll do it tomorrow night, but we can't because there's the everything pageant, Miss Everything pageant, which Pinky wants to watch. You watch that archaic retrograde sexist drivel? Oh, Pinky, I thought you were woke. And it, it's the only pageant that's held in Chump Tower and cut to tomorrow. Uh, Brain has brought Pinky over to the Chump Tower to because there's the beauty pageants there, so he's going to think of some way He's a figures, I can get in if I can get into the beauty pageant. Um, but he can't get past the door because, hey, he doesn't have a contestant. Uh, but then walk in Pinky. Here's my contestant. Ha-ha! She's right here. I don't hear a thing. I'd say she has the requisite intellect for a competition mm. such as this, yes? You and me both, pal. All right, get inside, you two. So he decides to dress Pinky up as a girl. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, and oh man, hilarities. Uh, no, he, um, he actually is doing fine. He's, he has the best answer of all the women, um, about what, where he sees himself in 10 years. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Oh, funny story. I was actually just there and I was married to an octopus. Uh, he he needs to do really well in this contest because Brains needs to figure out a way to get to the the top of Chump Tower. So uh, and the longer Pinky is in it, the longer they can be in that room. So um, finally, they've gotten to the finals and Brain has come up with how to do it. Pinky just needs to do a distraction. Um, and that's when Brain will climb up the walls using contact lenses and swing on the chandeliers and go through the, sp- the sprinkler system but Pinky doesn't want to do it. Throw the talent show? I won't do it, Brain. No, I refuse to compromise my integrity. Now, if you'll excuse me, the crazy frog song isn't going to play itself on the wine glasses. Uh, Lucky for Brain, he just accidentally kind of makes a huge distraction. Um, Brain falls into the the room of all the leaders through the sprinkler system, and uh, when he goes to spray him, though, he finds out he got, he brought the wrong one. He brought the perfume. I command thee to forfeit your nations to I, the brain. Or is it just I, brain? Hmm. The pinky really got inside my head. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Lilac? Rosewater? A hint of sandalwood? This is pinky's perfume. And back in the room, we see uh, Pinky is spraying, uh, sprucing and spritzing with the, uh, the uh, actual mind controlling device saying like, please let me be Miss Everything. And that's when he is awarded Miss Everything of Nanonesia, which is the country they said they were from. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Brain walks in and they... They have to leave, um, but, and that's when Madura, uh, president of Venezuela, uh, runs into him. See, he was made fun of in the world league. Yeah, um, and the brain made fun of him, like, yeah. so, but, but like bread lines, basically yeah. being in his country because they're too long. But they and... all came back because then Maduro season begin and it says he somehow brought what two giant Big tanks, tanks. <laughs> yeah into the miss everything. You know, you that's how in. brain should have snuck up there with tanks. I mean, <laughs> that would have worked. <laughs> Security's not so great in the, in this chump tower right here. I don't know. Apparently, though, if you tried to do like a dinosaur on a balloon, they'd shoot you down. They'd shoot so. you down. 
And there, wa- there was <laughs> and a, sharks. Yeah, the Jaws yeah, reference right. right there. They that's true. Like a, I didn't get that. Yeah, I didn't write yeah, that. Well, I, I felt like it was like Jaws and Jurassic Park. You know, because yeah. shark. But you know, I see Spielberg and everything. Yeah. Mm, well, yeah, good. I could definitely, I definitely saw the Jaws, and yeah, I, I could definitely. I think I was going with Jurassic Park as well with since it was right with after that balloons and uh, yeah. I mean it's a like a park you would get speaking balloons of balloons speaking of balloons we haven't talked about it at all Kelly what do you think what? about the the baby Yoda balloon in the Macy's parade oh it was I, cute yeah it was, it was cute. cute yeah I, I mean I saw stuck. pictures of it way before the parade. oh yeah they they didn't make it a secret they, I didn't see it really before the parade. yeah they even had a, a Funko that they were selling of it. Yeah, it was just a giant inflatable Funko, basically, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, it was cute. <laughs> yeah. Well, at any rate, we could have taken that to Chump Tower. That would have done it anyway. Uh, yeah. Too cute to shoot down. Too cute to shoot down. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> let's go and talk about some of the the, the references in this uh, this first one. And there's quite a few. I mean, obviously, the whole thing is. I mean, the title itself is a parody on miscongeniality, which. I, I saw, I remember seeing it in theaters and I think I saw the second one possibly in theaters as well. I don't really remember definitely much about the second one other than I didn't really like the second one. The first one I remember enjoying though, um, for that one time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, there was a, a Tim Gunn kind of, I almost said lookalike, but he, he did. I mean, he did the voice. It, so was that really Tim Gunn? Yeah. Wow. It, it didn't look like him very it much. It did not look it, at all like I him. I knew it sounded like him. It was it was voiced by Temp Gun. So that was pretty cool to have him as a yeah, cameo. I mean, he must have been pretty upset with how they drew him. Boy, that was <laughs> he's like, Oh, I'm so happy to be working on this cartoon show. And then he sees it and he's like, Oh dear God. Yeah. That I love Tim Gunn though. Because he I wasn't... Used, I used to watch Project Runway. Tim mm. I used to watch it too. Tim Gunn looks exactly the same i mean he has the best him and heidi klum are just i mean they've looked they've somehow using chirogenic makeup or something or plastic surgery to just keep themselves looking the same for the past 20 years because they they look great um well at any rate um i mean he wasn't technically playing uh tim gunn he was just playing pageant host so that's why he yeah, may look ugly. They go, yeah, oh, but, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, I know. Why not draw him? Like, well, uh, <laughs> I also thought it was kind of just as a side note. I thought it was funny that the 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 guy the what's his what's his name Maduro kept accidentally walking into the, getting in the wrong lines and going into the the dressing rooms and stuff. He of uh, mm-hmm. the he kept getting confused about where to go. Should he go to the uh, the this everything or should he get to the world leader conference you know he doesn't he's not good with lines that's what you can say about exactly (laughs) keeps going in the wrong place well uh there's a lot of references in here uh one of is the uh, the lipstick itself that uh, brain uses to uh, i guess fill with oxygen so he can Mm -hmm. go through the thing it's called battle lip potemkin which is a reference to the battleship potemkin uh which is an old black and white movie i think it might have even been it's a silent film, I believe. I'm not yeah, mistaken. 1945, I, I think. Oh gosh, 45 wouldn't have been silent. Oh, well, I think it's still. Uh, it's an old film, though. I know that. I know that. I know that. Oh, 1925. That's what there we go. Okay, that's yeah. that's, that's silent. Okay, good. Uh, they uh, also had a cool reference to <laughs> the speed two cruise control right there. Mm-hmm. Right? That was, I like uh, that one. That was a funny one right there. Now, I don't know much about beauty pageants, but I did absorb some lessons in paint-by-numbers glitz and glam from that Sandra Bullock movie I half-watched on the plane, Speed 2 Cruise Control. Which I've never seen uh, more than two minutes of that movie. I liked, uh, it just reminds me of Simpsons when they're like, the bus is going really fast. Like, oh, this is like Speed 2, but with a bus instead of a boat. <laughs> <laughs> uh what was that what was the also in the simpsons where he goes the bus that wouldn't slow down <laughs> yep i saw this in a movie about a bus that had to speed around the city keeping its speed over 50 and if its speed dropped it would explode i think it was called the bus that couldn't slow down bus. that was uh steve uh, uh skinner right yeah pretty yes. skinner was, yeah it's called the bus that couldn't slow down uh anyway uh there was also a, a a double music reference um with uh pinky talking about how he was making an album of a 
uh, the narf side of the moon mm-hmm. uh, and it's called narf side of the moon point sounds. And so that's dark side of the moon, which is pink Floyd, but it's point sounds, which is a parody of the beach boys pet sounds. Mm-hmm. So there it's a double re- record thing. And I think somewhere wasn't in this segment that they had also a thing about like a, the evil, they had a whole thing about us as well. Yeah. Yep, the evil tether. That entire ordeal was for nothing. Not nothing, Brain. I got to meet my evil tether. He was so nice. Yeah. So they... nice. <laughs> us was a very unsettling movie. It really was. I just, um, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it, it, I don't think it's necessarily a scary film. Other than it really is kind of creepy-ish, um, a creepy film, definitely creepy, mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, well, this this cartoon wasn't creepy, um, even <laughs> even though it could have gotten creepy. But I think Brain did, like we said before, Brain did a very good job with Pinky's makeup and everything like that. And if he, even the Brain realized, or should he just be called the Brain? You know, that's that was a. <laughs> Is it hmm. the brain or is it, is it the brain? brain or the pinky? I like that. That was fun. Yeah. Anyway, well, let's talk about any other moments. I mean, there obviously there's a lot of world leaders. We won't mention all those because there's a lot of them and that's not that interesting. Um, but <laughs> what are some moments that you guys uh, thought were uh, sort of interesting or funny? Um, Kelly, let's start with you. I thought Brain's whole plan to get to the top of the tower was hilarious, you know, from the from using the contact lenses and the, did he, he, I think he called them extensions or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but, but then Pinky talked about weave gate. Yeah. Weave gate of 1997. Yes. That, uh, that was interesting. And then, um, and then to use the, the lipstick cases, you know, the, the oxygen, um, it was all very, uh, mission impossible kind of, uh, Kind yeah, there was even like Mission Impossible three or four. One of them is literally him going through a big water tube thing and trying to hold his breath for a really long time. I can't remember which Mission Impossible was, but they're all the same, you know. Like, but there's <laughs> one where he has to be underwater for a very long time. Yeah, I thought the whole action sequence with the brain doing the whole flip and going into the water uh, was cool. I mean, it did it did have a little bit of tension right there with. Will you be able to open up the the water and stuff? That that I did mm-hmm. enjoy that. It's I don't know if you heard him describing what he was doing. It's kind of weird. He's like saying that he's going to climb up the exterior of the building, and I was like, "What are you talking?" Like, I I don't know if his plan changed in the fly, and then he starts climbing on the interior of the building, or if they had a different plan at what like oh maybe they, they, yeah I don't know. It was weird, and he's like swing from chandelier to chandelier. It's like you're just swinging to one chandelier. One chandelier. Interesting. Yeah, so I maybe they had if, a rewrite. Yeah, maybe there's some rewrite or something, or they forgot to rewrite that one plan line. <laughs> In making it this far, you've bought me enough time to formulate a plan for reaching the leader's summit on the top floor. I believe I'll be able to ascend the glass exterior of Chump Tower with these suction cups I've fashioned out of Miss Spain's contact lenses. Yeah, because you're right. There was one chandelier, and then he just popped and open. Going in the interior, not the exterior yeah. of the building. Which exterior of the building would have also been also a very uh, Mission Impossible thing yep. as well, because he did that in one of the movies I know. So, yep. yeah. Weird. So maybe. Okay. Hmm. I wonder I if there know. was chandeliers in one of the. <laughs> well, you definitely got the sense that this was uh, this this episode could have gone one of two ways. Like if Trump was still president, it would have been the leaders meeting with Trump in the Trump Tower or Trump yeah. Tower or whatever. Um, and now it's just the world leaders gathering at this building and chump or Trump isn't even seen, which is kind yeah. of weird to me that they did just... have Boris Johnson, which was the closest character. I was like, yeah, yeah it'd be Trump. I got it, but it looks more like Boris Johnson. It was Boris. Yeah, that was Boris Johnson. But yeah, that was kind of an odd thing. Like number one, it's like, it, why would world leaders still be collecting themselves? <laughs> I'm sure Trump would love it in real life. The world leaders would still respect him and, and, and head to just his private house, even when he's not president anymore. So the joke, the whole premise doesn't quite work. I don't think uh, with Trump out of office, uh, but you know, whatever, it's just a nitpicky thing. It's not a big deal. It just yeah. didn't quite make sense. 
I mean, um, maybe he'll be back. In, no, uh, Nathan. <laughs> uh, Vladimir Putin <laughs> is back. Uh, I liked hearing uh, the same voice was Anthony Kerrigan. Yes. Uh, and now that I remember who Barry, what Barry is. Uh, yes, yeah. he's very funny in that in that show, I should say. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah. he's mentioned all the Chris's from the Marvel movies or I guess Chris Pines from dc i can't remember it. <laughs> yeah he said marry and kill but he didn't me- he didn't mention the he mentioned that he w- chris hemsworth was the answer to the other so you, he's like process of elimination Hems- yeah so you can kind of so if you know that game you know what <laughs> definitely chris hemsworth so i guess i'd have to marry chris pratt and kill chris pine and that was the first he's like definitely chris hemsworth i will say so. that this episode unlike some other ones i noticed um at least on the when this was recorded is tv pg and not tv 14 like some other ones so huh. yeah so this one uh didn't have as much uh you know anything to really offend anybody i suppose well, it- well i'm sure it something offended somebody but um I, I don't think it offended me this time around. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the brain and pinky looked a little, I want to say a little bit weird, a little bit off, at least in the first half of this cartoon. It's a well, long they just cartoon got back from a, a yeah. they, you know, a whole time travel thing. Yeah. You know, it's- this, this cartoon is long. It's like 13 minutes long, I think at least. And, but the first half of it, their mouths, I, I can't really ha- describe it other than their mouths are a little bit more, open wide a little bit more than usual and gosh darn it those fangs i just do not like those those i've never liked them i especially on pinky in the brain it doesn't make any sense to me why they have uh, like kind of sharpish teeth in the back canines or whatever but um their their whole animation at the beginning of the episode was just it felt a little bit off and then it got some a lot more fluid in the second half so i don't know if it was two different animation studios doing it or perhaps they tap tacked on like a new opening to it, perhaps hmm. um, before, you know, I, I, to, to talk about former president. Well, they d- that line had to be definitely changed. Oh, definitely. That, that. You know, um, I did think it was weird that we had two picking the brain episodes and, you know, in a row, you know, last week's and this one was very similar of, I mean, three characters for this <laughs> with yeah. Duro, Kim and Putin. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it's, that is odd. Well, I did, yeah. <laughs> Well, at any rate, um, any other moments in this uh, mouse congeniality that you'd like to, to mention is is funny, uh, interesting, etc. I'll give you one more. I like that. I like that uh, stupid guy who talks about being uh, cursed by the witch in traffic. Yeah, I mainly see- because I like hearing Tress McNeil uh, do that witch, the witch. Uh, <laughs> laugh. <laughs> laugh. Do you always start your sentences with that phrase? You and me both, pal? Yeah, cut off an actual witch in traffic and she put a curse on me. You and me both, pal. <laughs> in, in my mind, when I watched it like the third or fourth time, I was like, oh, he's. I, I add an extra one at the very first time he says. I feel like they must have cut one out because he doesn't say it the very first thing he says to Brain. It should be, but it's not. Nah. And I was like, ah, so that's why I said there should be more, but there should be a tower thing at the very end where he pops out of the tower and says, you and me both now. <laughs> that would have been even funnier, but they didn't. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, well, they missed their chance. Well, let's go ahead and get to our last uh, segment right here. And this is called Rejected Animaniacs Characters. And Rejected Animaniacs Characters was written by Wellesley Wilde, Ted Mulcurin, and Jordan Vendina. It was directed by Eric Knudsen. And, well, in this one, the Warners are struggling to say positive things about different Animaniacs characters that have been uh, rejected from their new show. Uh, We have a a segment called Mime and Meme, where it's a mime uh, with a... I guess it's kind of a almost like a screen or something. It's just a, you know, a meme with arms and legs and it says different things depending on what's happening around it. Uh, they have a social butterfly segment, uh, which uh, was there. <laughs> they had aqua claws 
And uh, Aquaclaws was was pretty much one of the, I think, the coolest segment of the ones they had, uh, which was parroting old cartoon clutch cargo from like the 1960s, where the, you know, the there was very little animation. It was just basically a picture. And then somebody would superimpose their mouth on top of it. And um, then they, you know, refer to uh, other, you know, additional cartoons that or characters uh, that have also been rejected, such as the Juan Percent, the Salsa Tycoon, and Pinocchio, the Press Secretary. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, it's uh, overall, I think uh, the thing I got from this was that uh, Yako described the reboot uh, so far to me. It is a Mobius strip of mediocrity. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh but only sort of um but anyway that that's uh it was it, i thought it was uh interesting there's not really any uh real references i mean obviously there were some political references in the in, you know at the end some people are saying that um the social butterfly character is actually referenced to uh this character buzz on maggie which is a cartoon <laughs> i have not seen before but i did see online like co- comparisons to you know that character they look the same it was only very on similar. air for a year or something <laughs> yeah. but i guess somebody somebody who works on the show i forget who it is um uh might have been katie rice i forget but uh they she i believe it was katie rice worked on uh that buzz hmm. show and so maybe that was an influence for that some people are saying that the the uh the the living room or something and mime and meme looks like the family guy living room it which does look a lot like it it does yeah okay so i'm like yeah probably with well less wellesley wellesley, wellesley yeah. yeah i guess i mean i that yeah um but uh yeah i mean not much 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 again there's kind of like i guess it was kind of a disney i forgot to men- mention the uh the office uh the office one. What is that one called? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, one, um, office that, supplies that, that, that one's not in our notes. Office supplies. Yeah. There's, there's nothing to say about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Other one, it kind of brave little toaster. Maybe uh, yeah, I thought I the gonna, animation was cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was, I thought it was like toy story, brave little toaster, kind of a Disney Pixar kind of thing going on with that one. Um, I like the stapler. Yeah. That poor stapler. They all died <laughs> except the binder. The binder just mm-hmm. kept rocking uh, stapler and whiteout just. Ran out of staples and anything. Yeah, and they just died. That's kind of sad. Well, at any rate, um, I guess that's pretty much it. What were some things that made you smile, made you laugh, or you just thought were interesting, or maybe not so interesting? Uh, I guess, Nathan, let's start with you. Um, I found out what Synchrovox is. (laughs) Yes. Synchrovox animation. Yeah, like the angry orange or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I felt um, like Freakazoid. Like that actually, but I was like, I could actually see, I would like to watch this. I, you know, even yeah. if it's just a stupid little like, like a Toby Danger kind of thing on Freakazoid. Mm-hmm. Like I I could want, why I would like to see this cartoon. To be yeah, fun. it was probably the best. I mean, just the animation too was so like different. It was kind of made it fun. Ho, 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 you can swim. It reminded me of Aquaman, I guess, right? The oh yeah, Aquaclaws, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was it was fine. Um, uh, yeah, I, I've I have nothing to. <laughs> All right, Kelly, what about you? I liked when they first started talking about the the mime and the meme. Um, when they were outside, it it looked like the same background, kind of like the Wheel of Morality a little mm. bit. Oh yeah, I I really wish they did. The mime, the mime, though, for it, you know, yeah. like I, when they said mime and meme, I'm like, oh, they're going to put the mime in. Oh, no, it's just this other mime like darn. Um, and I, I did. I mean, it was just kind of the memes were so flashed so quickly, too, that I, yeah, some of them I had to pause it to be like, what is. Yeah. Thing? And then when I even when I and then when I finally looked at them and they didn't really quite make sense and that was the joke. But then I felt like, oh man, why am I wasting my time with these memes? Yeah, but it was a lot of it. At least those first two segments really kind of felt like a more of a slam on like millennial kind of uh, or young people just in general 
Just yeah. get off your phone. Stop looking at memes and and stuff like that. Um, obviously, you know, I think the writers didn't really don't really think memes are funny to begin with, which is probably why they picked memes that aren't funny, I suppose. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was a little disappointed that the uh, <laughs> that it wasn't the mime. And I was actually when they first said at the very beginning. Hi there. A lot of you have written in to ask why Animaniacs doesn't have more new characters. And I thought to myself, that's not what people are saying. People are saying, why don't you have more of the old characters on the show? I mean, I've heard both, though, really, because it is it's always and it's always the Warners and Pinky in the Brain. It's always yes. and then and then maybe throw in an extra thing. But it's like, yeah, it, like, is... yeah, there were there were more characters on Animaniacs. It's kind of like. And so I'm like, I'm glad they showed this is a way to do a bunch of like little things, but I don't know. I want more, I think, you know, yeah. give me more new characters if I can't have the old ones, you yeah. know. There was also kind of a, I guess, I guess you could call it good natured jab at their own characters. Well, that just goes to show how difficult it is to meet the high standards we set on Animaniacs. Characters that make it into the show must be dynamic, relatable, and also complex. Like me, I'm always hungry. And I, Yak. And I'm a girl. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I don't really. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. It was, um, I don't think, I don't think it was necessary to necess- to, uh, to slam uh, those characters by kind of minimizing who they are uh, or what they are, uh, because we all know that that might be like the first thing, but I don't know. It, it wasn't a big deal. I just kind of thought, eh. Um, I thought it was interesting that mime and me was written by the same number of people that wrote Yakko's big song. <laughs> I'm like, it took four people to write that song and four people to write Yakko's big song. So I don't know. Um, Wellesley got credit for like, you know, I wonder if sometimes like, well, we only have three. This one had had a fourth person on this one. This one had uh, rewrites in two, I think. Well, you know, I think when I see segments like this and we've had a few, we've had this one and then we had the the voting one in the first season. Um, We just had one uh, where it was the uh, different TV shows where they're flipping channels and stuff. This is where the showrunners of this uh, show I think wanted this is what they wanted to do they wanted to do a sketch cartoon show mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily want to do it with with the characters that we know from the original series they just want to do a sketch show from time to time and yeah a variety show tie the Warners into it somehow but really just kind of uh, have ideas um, and which is fine but I just wish that the little sketches that they did were, I don't know, a little funnier <laughs> than the <laughs> ones that they're picking. Because like we mentioned in the, the previous episode, uh, Rick and Morty, I think, can do it really well when they're flipping channels and showing different universes, showing different TV shows. Those can be like, those are really funny. Yeah. And so far, I, the stuff I've seen on Animaniacs when they're doing these brief concepts, um, maybe I like a third of them. But um, the other ones are just, to me, just simply not funny. Um, but that's just, that's my opinion. You know, whatever. Take with it what you will. Well, I think let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating. What do you think out of five possible water towers, how many would you give this episode of the Animaniacs reboot. Uh, Kelly, let's start with you. I think I will go with three. Okay. Um, it has a song that was pretty pretty good. And the Pinky and the Brain segment had some, some cute moments. And I, I didn't really laugh at any of it. Um, but I thought the, the plan was pretty interesting and clever. And... Um, Overall, it was it was a decent episode. All right, Nathan, what about you? Um, I'm going to give it uh, two and a half. Basically the same reasons. I don't know. Mostly I just didn't think it was that funny. But um, I did, you know, it was, uh, I liked that there was a song um, and that was cool. Um, 
but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was, maybe I just saw it too many times. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I actually liked this episode a lot more the first time I watched it, but then the second and third time I watched it, I actually, actually the third time was more of a two and a half ish watch for me. Cause I was like, I get it. I get it. Um, but I did like, I did enjoy it a little bit more the first time. In fact, I was thinking, Oh, this is like a, is this a four episode for a four water tower episode? And uh, yeah, I went down to three just because it's, it's not as funny as it, I thought could or should be. Uh, I did like that song. However, um, it, that was nice. Although, you know, Yakko, I don't think starts off his other dot stops him and says, you don't see. start off. Yeah. yeah. Don't start. She goes, don't start off songs by saying, yes, see all the time. And I thought to myself, I don't think he does that in the classic show at all. <laughs> he just does that on the reboot. So maybe you guys need to watch yourself when it comes to starting off songs that way. You don't have to, whatever. Anyway, three for me. So I guess that's an average. What is that? An average of two point something or other? 2.83. 2.83. Nathan, math major. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Kelly, where can people find you online? I'm on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right, and Nathan, what about you? Oh, I'm on Twitter as well, uh, JingoFT, that's me. All right. Well, as for the Animaniacast, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on YouTube, YouTube.com slash Animaniacast. And, of course, we have our Patreon as well, Patreon.com slash Animaniacast. And there you can go ahead and get additional bonus audio uh, not only of us talking about movies and stuff, but also creators commentary series with Tom Ruger with special guests as well, such as Paul Rugg and John P. McCann and even Lenord Robinson, who recently came on and gave a commentary on one of the Christmas episodes, which was super fun. So check that out for bonus Animaniacs content from the Animaniacast and you'll be supporting our show as well. You can also check out our RetroZap.com archives at AnimatedCast.com. We're a proud member of the RetroZap podcast network, and you can join our Discord channel with RetroZap by going to our welcome link, Discord.AnimatedCast.com. That'll take you over there. You can talk about Animaniacs or Star Wars or anything pop culture you want. And uh, check it out today. There's great conversations going on there all the time. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. So, for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying, Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. You and me both, pal. Ah!